For the rest of the stream. Ah. <laughs> what is the fuck going, is going on? down? What is going on? That's right. The martial arts kung fu Avengers are here today on the next episode of Versus. That's right. 28th episode so far. We're having fun here. Kicking ass, taking taking names. And man, huge panel today because we got two fun flicks we're gonna talk about. Kickboxer, blood sport, but first up, let's do the introductions. We got Mr. Tony of the Dead in the house, son. That's right, you know what I'm saying? We got Kyle, martial artist, stuntman, filmmaker, Kyle Wong, Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast. That's right, we got Frankie Puzos in the house. Look, look he's all, he's all, he's all ready. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> what you got there, my friend? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Anything bootleg is gold at this point. And of course, you know, my brother from another mother, Rob from Entertainment Talk Nation in the house. That's right. And you know, we got to have the Kung Fu genius up in here. You know what I'm saying? Alex Richter and my samurai brother in arms. That's right. David Anthony in the house, who's actually been having some awesome guests. So make sure you subscribe to his channel uh, at the end. Of the stream because he's actually had he's got Sheldon Lettish on there, man. Sheldon, that's right. Double team, all those great Van Damme movies. So make sure double you impact, subscribe. Not double team. Oh, double sorry, double impact. double team. Double no, impact. Double impact. That was on I got the double yesterday. bubble wrong. I got the double bubble wrong. So <laughs> double imp double impact. There you go. He's like not double team, not that blasphemy. <laughs> I love uh, double but, teams. Uh, it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Offense gets the glory. But defense wins the game. Oh shit! I'm quoting double team. I'm. I'm. I, what, is, what is wrong with me? But yeah, all the subscribing. We'll we'll do all that at the very end. Let's see who is here in the house in the movie dojo. First, uh, first power one hundred. That's right. Uh, once again, rest in peace, Sonny Chiba. Shout out. That's right. And uh, Nigel, what's going on? Flicks, snacks, Nick and Knacks, Jay Call. Oh, we got a super chat here really quick from uh, Flicks here. Uh, he's talking about protege. All right, six point five. Thank you. Thanks again for the super chat. He's saying it's okay. The brand, brand new action flick. Alex, are you gonna check that out, protege? Are you gonna pass? I, I don't know. My time's limited these days. I don't know. I'll have to. It takes a lot to convince me to watch something these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, Maria. Thanks for stopping in here, Evelina. Oh yeah, John Martinez. Let's start the fucking ruckus, Severio. That's right. Aches, Tyler, what's going on? All the badasses are here trickling in. 
Lady Danish, everybody. We're going to keep it going. Otherwise, I'll be reading names all night. All right, here we go. Bloodsport. Before we get into it, uh, we have a quick word from our sponsors. It doesn't matter what comes, French goes better in life, with mental special full of life. Nothing gets to you, stay in fresh, stay in cool, with mental special and full of life. French goes The Fresh Maker. <laughs> there is That's no a... better Mentos commercial than no. that one. No, no and the funny thing is, it's not even officially a Mentos commercial, but I know. so perfect. Oh, I love so that clip. First time uh, I saw we... that, yeah. I, I, I couldn't stop laughing. That one, it was so good. Oh my god! <laughs> and we are not sponsored. Just want to clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bloodsport 1988, son. We're going back. Canon Films, oh yeah, the good old days. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Directed by Newt Arnold. That's right. Bloodsport follows Frank Dukes, an American martial artist serving in the military, who decides to learn, excuse me, to leave the army to compete in a martial arts tournament in Hong Kong, where fights to the death can occur. That's right. And there we go. Written by Sheldon Lidditch. And stars, you know who, JCVD, Donald Gibb. And for all you Firewalker fans out there, Chuck Norris, we have Aries in here, Leah is in here as well, Forrest Whitaker, Roy Chow, and Bolo Young, son. That's right, Bloodsport. So uh, we got a lot of people here today, so I'm going to keep it short and brief with me. Um, Love this movie, man. It's classic. Before I discovered Jackie Chan and Jet Li and all that, I knew about Bruce Lee. I was a huge fan of Bruce Lee because of my father. So I love Bruce Lee. And I love martial arts movies in general, right? Any random kung fu movie comes on or whatever, I was a fan. Um, but I really didn't get into, like, Jackie Chan and all those other guys and the good stuff. Okay, the good stuff, the classics, until way later. So, you know, of course, Chuck Norris movies here and there I would watch. But I, I'm actually more of a Chuck Norris fan now than I was growing up. Uh, but it's funny because... You know, that's really it, really. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you're young and watching stuff on TV, ooh, Black Belt Theater might be on this week. I don't know. You know, and, you know, that's all we had. And Van Damme was the guy. As soon as my, you know, I watched Bloodsport with my dad on television, I was completely blown away. I mean, I, was, I loved Enter the Dragon, but I was completely blown away with Bloodsport, and I loved watching Van Damme. I was like, look at this guy's, you know, this guy's kicks. This guy is great. I love Bolo because I love Enter the Dragon. I was like, oh, shit, Bolo's back. And Chong Lee. And I just, you know, it's just a fun, badass tournament movie. And, you, of course, you got the fun fact. There would be no Mortal Kombat if it wasn't for Bloodsport. That's right. Because they wanted to make a Bloodsport game, but couldn't do it. And, of course, obviously, Big Tremolo China inspired them to make Mortal Kombat as well. But, I mean, come on. Johnny Cage is based off of who? Van Damme. Johnny Cage in the game even does the split punch from Bloodsport. <laughs> so there'll be no Mortal Kombat if it wasn't for Bloodsport. But yeah, the fun, the fights are fun. I enjoy his uh, his best bud, uh, Jackson. That's right. Jackson's a lot of fun. And, you know, it's just a good time, man. But he got that iconic score, man, by Paul Herzog, man. That is just like, as soon as the movie starts, dun, 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 you know, I'm already feeling it, man. And they're just training. They're just getting ready. <laughs> 
you know, getting the getting the cast ready. And I'm already I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack's iconic, man. That's the workout music right there. That's the traded music right there. That music Kumite son. But uh yeah, it's just a good time. You got a great villain. And one of my favorite parts of Bloodsport is little things like this, you know? It didn't go too well for his buddy Jackson, right? You got one of the badasses right here, legit badass, you know, rubbing it in, basically, because <laughs> Jackson didn't make it. And then, you know, hey, you know, Frank Dukes is dealing with some shit, you know? He's just chilling out. You got the montage music, and he's just chilling out in the bus, you know what I mean? He's hanging out. He just looks in the, you know, in the reflection, and, oh, dear God, it's Chong Lee in there. You know, little, <laughs> little, little stuff like this is fucking hilarious, and I love it. I love it. That's it. That's my new uh, Facebook cover photo in the future. Right? Leave just that and uh, give people nightmares because it's fun. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I thought Jackson was fun. Jackson's fighting style, Alex, uh, what, what, do you, what, what do you describe Jackson's fighting style? Is that the fuck it style? Is that the no fuck technique? I'm just well, gonna I, just brute force. What do you think? I, I I still think of him as the dude from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very difficult to not think of Jackson as that guy. Um, so it's a high school Nerds. fighting style. High school fighting style. There you go. Nerds. You know, I love I love I love the scene where he called out Bolo. He's like, yeah, I'm talking to you, man. Yeah, you, man. You got it, right? I love Bolo's reaction. It's fucking great. Bolo's like, I know this motherfucker ain't calling me out. Is that what just happened? It's hilarious. Great. But it's just, a, it's just a good movie, man. It's just a great time. It's very iconic for me. And, uh, yeah, I don't, again, I don't want to talk too much. It's a classic for me. So, All right, uh, Tony. Yeah, this is like, this is my favorite Van Damme movie. That doesn't mean that's my choice, but this is my favorite one. Spoilers. No, no, it's not my. <laughs> I like Kickboxer too. Um, I like a lot of I and, you know, um, Time Cop and all. That, you know, I like yeah. I like a lot of of Van Damme, but this is I've watched this the most out of anything. Um, in fact, I, I watch it so much, I didn't even watch it for tonight because I just, I can quote the movie. You know? Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, this, I could put this on any time. I, I love the movie, the quotes, the, like you said, the soundtrack, which is the same sa person do the soundtrack for the, for Kickboxer? Yeah. Is it right, David? Say it sounds... Same composer, right? Paul Herzog. I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's the same composer. It sound, if it's not, it sounds yeah. just like it. It's the same guy. But I like the songs more in this one. Yeah. Uh, Bolo is, is is such a good villain. Um, I don't want to give away everything because I still want to talk about Kickboxer because yeah. I want to talk about how, like we were saying about which one's the worst villain, but I don't want to reveal right now until Kickboxer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, just, it's just a great movie. Like all the parts you showed, you know, uh, the – Van Damme being uh, Frank Dukes is is great. I love the montage in the beginning, them fighting. When I, my cousins and I were younger, like we loved like like the guy was like kind of like a monkey. We're like oh my god, uh, that guy's great. And, you know, monkey the coconuts style, yeah. and that was mm -hmm. great. Like all that stuff back then, and I think it still holds up to me. For, you know, today I I love it. I just and I don't have any complaints about it. I I don't 
hate it or I don't hate anything about it. No negatives, nothing no. you tweak or nothing like that. Okay. No, nothing. Uh, right. I love the video game scene too, where they're fighting and he just <laughs> yeah. like jumps in. You know, it just there's just so much good stuff in this movie. And every time that somebody like I suggest this movie of Van Damme, like watch Bloodsport, you're gonna you know it's great. That's the one I suggest if anybody hasn't seen one before. But uh all right. And Canon did good. Canon's yeah. kind of known for yeah. some stinkers, but they're fun stinkers <laughs> too. All right. Copy that. We got a little super chat here from Will. Uh, thanks, Will, for the super chat. He said, we need some Stan Bush <laughs> tracks up in here. I would love to play some Stan Bush, but he got copyright, but it's all good. But thanks again, Will, for the for the dono. Kyle, Budsport. So definitely, I, I think this was like one of my first Van Damme films, also seeing it when growing up, and it was like always on on TBS. And I just remember like always the, the what was it, the when they test him out and said, and he goes, and the official's like, if you know the style, show us the dim mock. And then he just breaks the brick. I'm going, okay. <laughs> I'm going along with this. And then, what was it then? Him and Roy Chow training together. Those were, like, the scenes that really stuck out because it built up, like, the whole, like, relationship and why he has to fight. Yeah, I definitely like that relationship. And... <laughs> Which we'll get into in Kickboxer. I kept realizing how many times is he going to get tortured to do the splits in every single one of his movies? I was like, how many times do we need to see him get tortured to do the splits? And no, I agree with Tony that Jackson, like him and Jackson, like introducing their friendship at the start with the video game and only seeing Donald Gibb like here and there in some movies, but him actually having a proper character in this. I was like, Whatever happened to this guy? Like, he was really great. And, of course, we would know that this would become later Mortal Kombat, but also would become somewhat the quest later on, and we never get a character like that again. Like, someone like Donald Gibb. But seeing Forrest Whitaker in this was really more, like, interesting because going looking back at this and go, wondering, is that Forrest Whitaker? What the hell? <laughs> what was he doing in this movie? And Bolo Young, Bolo Young saying like the line that Bruce Lee used to say in Enter the Dragon, but mm-hmm. saying brick hit back, don't brick don't hit back. And I, and I just realized someone should actually say bricks and boards can't hit back if you toss them at the person. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. But on that, like the film was really good at the, its time. I think my only negative is I would say definitely needs more Donald Gibb. Mm-hmm. Needs more Donald Gibb in it. That's yep. it. All right. Copy that. Uh, Eric. Ooh. So, yeah, this one, there are some, I'm sure somebody's going to bring up the, uh, uh, I guess, uh, unrealistic history of the main character of this film. But uh, I just want to bring up an IMDb trivia uh, quote, <laughs> which is one of my favorites of recent memory. It's the last <laughs> IMDb trivia. The movie claims that Frank Dukes won 56 matches in a tournament. This is not only pure fiction, it is mathematically impossible. It would require two to the 56 power participants, or more than nine million times the population of planet Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I'll leave that one at that. Yeah, I like, uh, I think one of the best aspects of this film is is the contrast in fighting styles. 
know, even at the beginning, you see the different guys training in their different styles and you're kind of intrigued, you know, how these matches are going to go. And then it's just like, uh, it's a mix and match. And during the tournament, you got these guys with really crazy different styles fighting each other, which I always find really fun to watch. And sometimes you're not really sure who they're going to have win the match, which is quite fun. Uh, the most unexpected moment of the entire film is when Jackson gets the best of Chong Lee. He actually beats him, but he screws up because he's just, he doesn't finish him off. He just starts celebrating. And I, that, looking back on it, usually like the supporting character just gets owned by the villain. But this dude actually got the better of him in a match. So uh, I kind of like that. That was pretty cool. Uh, worst performance goes to the young version of Frank Dukes. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, funny, the funniest thing is when I was rewatching the film at some point in the past, I'm like, you know what? This guy reminds me of Eli Manning, quarterback of the New York Giants. <laughs> and sure enough, in the next freaking scene, he's wearing a Giants uniform. <laughs> so I was just like laughing at that one. I did it today in him, but not me. Yeah. And then, uh, there's some good one-liners. Like, uh, who cares if Bruce Springsteen is a Shidoshi? You know, like, <laughs> that was a good one. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's always just a lot of fun. I like the, uh, the city, you know what I mean? The showcasing of the, the urban areas is pretty neat and very well paced. And the finale is legit. So this one, it's like super easy to sit through, really nicely paced. And I, I've seen it you know, 50 times. So yeah, it's one yeah. of Van Damme's best movies. Yeah. Yeah. Copy that. Nice. Very, very well said. And again, a good point, bringing up all the different fight fighting styles is a lot of fun. And one of the reasons why we want to put uh, both of these movies together, like Tony was saying is you got two movies that are a little similar, but these two movies have the two villains that Van Damme fans always debate to this day, which movie has a better villain, <laughs> Chong Lee or, or, uh, <clears throat> Tong Po, and it's funny because a lot of people, I'm sure casuals, don't know that Tong Po was actually in this, <laughs> and Tong Po actually had a fight with Volo, but you know, the actor that plays Tong Po, Michael Kissy, that's him right there, and uh, I like their fight, their fight was pretty good until his, man, his knee got fucked up. That I think that great. was the first time I ever saw a bone come out of somebody's leg yeah. in a movie, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm like a little, you know, young kid. <laughs> I think uh, I think Alex is having some internet issues, but we'll keep it rocking and rolling. We'll just, we'll, we'll just, let's go straight to the the other samurai in the room, David. <laughs> thoughts on Bloodsport? Um, not to give it away, but you know, I did make a video titled "Why Bloodsport is the Greatest Martial Arts Movie of All Time." <laughs> <You know? laughs> all right. Anyway, like, there's good reason, man. You guys obviously talked about some of it. That score is ridiculously awesome. Like I still listen to that in the gym all the time. Yeah. I mean, like the fights, you know, the thing I really like about Bloodsport. Oh, and by the way, that is pretty much why the movie got made because of the title. Like Sheldon Lettich and Frank Dukes, like Frank Dukes was talking to Sheldon Lettich about like the Kumite matches and all this stuff. And he said, Hey, we used to call it Bloodsport. And Sheldon's like, Oh, that is good. So anyway, and then Canon loved the title too. So the 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 name actually is a big reason why it even got made. But nice. something really interesting. I don't know if you guys heard about like the initial cut because it sat on shelves for like two years. Like it was done shooting in '86, but it didn't come out till '88. Menachem right. hated it, and apparently during the screening, like Sheldon Lettich, Van Damme, everybody, they were very depressed after watching it. You know, and then they, they got like a different editor and Van Damme helped edit and did like the fight scenes and stuff. And then it just like 
it turned out so great. So it's kind of incredible. Like it could have been apparently just such a shitty movie, but yeah. you know, instead it's something we're talking about like 30 plus years later. <clears throat> so I, I think the only thing I really don't like about it is it's kind of what Asian movie enthusiasts mentioned, like the young Frank Dukes character. Like that that's like some of the worst acting I've ever seen, you know. <laughs> but it makes everybody else in the movie look that much better. So that's that's the silver lining. But oh man, there's just too much to talk about. I think the thing that sticks out most to me is even though the title's called Bloodsport, and it is like a little gruesome, like when the guy's knee, you know, is out of his leg. And they they actually had more gruesome stuff too. Like, you know, the monkey dude who fought the sumo guy. His face and nose got ripped off, but what? they cut that part out. Like, I, I don't think I wanted to see that, to be honest with you. The thing oh, that, that I like about Bloodsport is even though you go with the title and you're just thinking, like, very brutal, I yeah. found the martial arts just so beautiful and graceful, and that's why I like to watch it, and that's what inspired me, you know? Right. So, you take martial arts yourself, yeah. Yeah, that was... You do your own Van Damme kicks. I'm seeing you on Instagram doing them kicks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing all that stuff on Instagram, so follow Pretty me on badass, Instagram. Man. I'll see some Van Damage on there, but... <laughs> so, is there a way we can watch these ex- deleted scenes, or they're just gone? You know, I don't know. Um, I'm almost curious to, like, want to watch that original cut Dude. of Bloodsport, but I don't, I don't know if, like, you can find it anywhere. Dude, he gets his face ripped off. I think I want to see that. You, you want to see that part? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. But, uh, maybe that cut. was in the original cut. You know, I heard <laughs> that, that, like a depressing uh, scene. Yeah, maybe. You know, I heard yeah. the same thing actually about First Blood. I heard the first blood, the first cut of First Blood was atrocious. They thought they had a bomb. Mm. Like it was too long. They they thought they had a. They were like, oh man, we made a we made a huge mistake. And then they went in and re-edited it and all that stuff. And then it, nah, nah, that's a classic. First Blood's a classic. So Didn't I guess Star that Wars happens sometimes. The same thing happened to it. Did it? I thought uh, Rob? the original Star Wars had editing issues at first. Have you heard that, Rob? Uh, About the no. original Star Wars? No, okay. I can't. But it's possible. I mean, George Lucas. So yeah. <laughs> we, all, we all just remember we all have to thank Destruction Alley. Or if it wasn't for them. Star Wars would have never got made. <laughs> right, Damnation somewhere. Alley, you mean? Damnation Alley, yeah, yeah. We don't want to talk about Damnation Alley. We don't want to talk about Damnation <laughs> But uh, the, the behind-the-scenes talk of Damnation Alley is interesting if you guys are interested in that. But back to fighting. Uh, so it looks like we lost the Kung Fu genius. Uh, his internet just went to shit. So mm. unfortunately, we don't have him, but we're going to keep rocking and rolling. But he did make the effort. He did show up to participate. So his void, his void. And I know what it is. I know what it is. I'll let you guys know towards the end. All right. Uh, Kyle. I mean, not Kyle. uh, Frankie. You can hear me, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're good, Frankie. I was super late into watching this movie because I was such an Arnold and Special Stallone fan. I was such an asshole. My friend had a VHS copy of Bloodsport. It's like, we got to check this out. I'm like, bro, Predator or nothing. And I was like, this out. So, like, I was like, time cop. That's when I got into John Claude Van Damme, like, way too late. And then, and then barely, like, eventually, Kickboxer, I got all that. And then finally saw Quest, the Quest. And then I saw Bloodsport. And then I was like, what the fuck? This is just the Quest. Oh my God. And better. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) So late. But, I mean, it's amazing. I love it. It's great. What I really like about it is what, like, John Claude Van Damme in his early movies, he took it so seriously. You can see it. Like, you know, his English is not great, but he's very taking it so seriously. No matter wacky shit he's saying, he believes 110%. And 
And that's what I really respect about that. And um, what I really also did was Jackson. And also, because Jackson was so cool, he said my name right because no one says Frankie right. And he says, Frankie. And I'm like, that's how I, my mom yelled at me. My dad yells at me that way. Not, Yo, Frankie. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. All, I was watching it recently. I was like, oh. Yeah. And then, of, of course, uh, Bolo, which I saw in Double Impact with the dead eye. And that scared the shit out of me. And I'm like, dude, he's in this too? So I <laughs> And then, you know, his beautiful pecs, how he, like, flexes them and shit. That's amazing. <laughs> you know? And then, uh, I just liked it, how it was. I mean, yes, of course, yeah, the, the retarded, uh, uh, what is it, the younger version of himself wearing a <laughs> hat and a Giants t-shirt, but a Giants football and Giants. If you notice that, it's like, what? <laughs> mm. And then, um, I agree with most everybody saying, but my, my one... Right, it's it's kind of like it has like that commando thing where he's amazing to start with and he's amazing and like nothing changes. I don't know, like that's my deal. I mean, he's still fucking amazing, but I mean, I just feel like the sand in the eye. It's like okay, he already knows that. It's not like oh fuck, I don't know, like with kickboxers, arms tied behind his back, kind of like they have his you know his brother and he can't fight and like I don't. I don't I'm, I'm but, sensing, um, I think I know what the vote uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. Keep no, going. No, Are you no, done? Uh, no, Go. I think that that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, yeah, I, I love it. It's fun. All right. Rob. Yo. So this <laughs> is, I, I was very, very excited to do this tonight because I love Van Damme, and this is probably going to be the toughest choice I've ever had on, on your podcast with this, with these <laughs> verses. Uh, Bloodsport brings back so many memories, mainly. Now, I don't know if you guys experienced this. When I was younger, this was a big talk, uh, even on the news, because at this time, this movie was considered excessively violent. Now, you think about it now, obviously, it pales in comparison to what we see, especially if you see a movie like Suicide Squad. But at that time, I remember even hearing on the news, there was this guy on every every day he'd give like a movie review a random movie review of a movie that came out and he would say oh don't let your kids watch this it's extraordinarily violent i don't like this this and this and that and i'm like wow I, want, I gotta check this out yeah. now i was still too young to watch it um when it came out i was like 11 years old but a friend of mine who was a little bit older had a copy of the movie and i remember watching it and i was amazed and and not only because i was like oh violence this and that but I, I had I one of my favorite John Claude Van Damme movies is actually Cyborg. That's like one of oh, my favorites. David. <laughs> and, Show um, him the poster, David. Show him the poster. Fender, man. Yeah. yeah love, Cyborg poster right in the love, back. Love, love Cyborg. And um so this movie though to me was the movie that kind of put Jean Claude out there. You know what I mean? Like that this was the movie for him. And to his credit, he did an excellent job. I think this is some of the best acting he's ever done, in my opinion. Later on, as he's gotten older, I've heard uh, some of his older movies. He's done really, really well. But uh, what amazed me about this movie is I got older and I've seen it a dozen, dozens of times. This movie, when you look past the, the wonderful martial arts, the great music, this actually has a very good story. You know, believe what you want about what happens on the outside. But in terms of the movie in and of itself, you have a bond that's built between two people that are just from completely two different parts of the world. You know what I mean? Two different personalities. One is larger than life. One is more reserved. But the chemistry there is just really good, which is also surprising for me with the actor who plays Jackson, because like somebody said here, 
he's from the nerds you know what i mean revenge of the nerds <laughs> but i still like that bond you know mm-hmm. uh there's a sense of uh of um with of honor with the character that jean you know with uh, frank dukes that i really like it's just the the build up towards the tournament you know what happens to his friend i mean there's so much going on it's actually surprising when you sit back and look at the movie and say wow this is actually a very well-rounded movie <laughs> which you don't really hear a lot with martial arts movies you know most people are like oh just fighting 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 but there are a lot of things i like about this movie from beginning to end the training sequences despite how bad the kid was at least you got to see an idea of what it was like for him to kind of earn his spot you know and and then learn the kind of martial arts that he was basically not ever supposed to learn. He was basically there to be, you know, a, a training partner uh, for the son. And then he finally got his way in once the son unfortunately passed away. And then you see him honor that. And he goes through the, the fighting. And then Bolo Yang, the first time I ever saw him was in Enter the Dragon. Uh, best man titties I've ever seen. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, oh, I yeah? Wish I w- <laughs> <laughs> We're stopping the stream right now, Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll call you later, Tony. Um <laughs> But overall, this is a fantastic movie. It's one of the movies that if it pops up on, on TV, I stop to watch it, which I don't normally do with a lot of movies that pop up because I'm like, oh, I got that. I can pop that in any time. But for some reason, Bloodsport is one of the movies that if I see it on TV, I will stop and watch it. Commercial be damned, I will watch it. So love the movie. One of Jean-Claude Van Damme's best, if not maybe his best, because I'm also a big fan of Time Cop. And, uh, yeah, man, this is going to be a tough choice for me tonight. Yeah. Oh, he's trying. He's trying. Al- he's, he's back. Uh-oh. And he's gone. All right. <laughs> save, keep save the I'll cheerleader. Keep, I'll, keep, I'll keep an eye out for him and see, keep trying to bring him in here. Well, good thing I didn't say what his vote was. That would yeah. ruin, you know, ruin him coming back. Uh, say it, say it. (laughs) It's good stuff. Now tell me, man. Tell me when I tell me if you didn't do the same thing when you were well, Frankie. You were a little. You weren't. You weren't around yet, Frankie. But (laughs) when you were younger and you saw this scene for the first time, tell me you did not (laughs) yell along with Van Damme. Come on now. When you first seen this scene, I was like, I felt it. I got the feels. <laughs> I got the feels. Uh, legit talk, though. Best kick in the movie for me. This is my favorite kick in the movie. Mm. Oh, That's the, the best kick. I like that. That is my mm. favorite going kick. Back in the movie. and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Come on. He's like, come on. <laughs> I like to when that guy's like doing this to him. And, and then the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and that actually falls down. This dude's actually a, a Muay Thai champ. I forget. I keep forgetting his name, but he's a legit actor. He actually showed up in Death Warrant as well as a, as a, using that as well. But mm. yeah, that's that's a legit, that's some, some legit shit right there. And I All actually right. heard that they actually kicked each other for real while filming that scene, like Woo. on those sides. I was like, damn, come on, you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like they're not holding back; they're no. swinging. You know, so. Uh, I mean that spin yeah. kick even connected at the end. Yeah. I mean, it's like it hits some dude. Right. You can tell from the there camera. On the angle. Jaw. <laughs> Once again. Boom. Look at that. Ah. Yeah. Sorry. I had to add there. Ah. <laughs> it's fun. All right. 
Let's go ahead and do some kickboxer. Uh, while I'm looking up kickboxer, David, were there any, was there any other trivia or fun facts about uh, Bloodsport? Uh, yeah, here goes one. So even when I seen it when I was 10, I mean, I didn't do the math that the Asian movie enthusiast brought up about how many guys he won in the competition. Like, I didn't do the math back then. But the thing that really threw me off and made me question it, because, you know, like when you see based on true story when you're 10, you're like, oh, yeah, that's all true. The whole thing. It's like a documentary, right? That's what you think when you're 10. But the thing that threw me off was like, how do they know how fast he kicked? Didn't it say he like had like, I forget, it's like 70 miles an hour or something like that, his kick. Right. So I asked Sheldon about that, who asked Frank Dukes. And he's like, well, he said they had multiple cameras and they would film that, but then they would remove it for the competition because it's a secret competition. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's got it all set thought out, man. Wow. Frank I just assumed there was a cop with a radar gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're good for the day. Wow. That's it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's like the guy at the baseball game that's behind the backstop. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, it's a strike. It's a strike. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we've got a super chat here. Thanks, Flix, for the super chat and the support. These movies can be seen as road of the day if you didn't see them when they came out. But these are the reasons some action movies are good today yes they have inspired a new generation so oh yeah definitely uh, but uh yeah kickboxer man 1989 the very next year but uh you know david brought up a good point technically Bloodsport was supposed to come out two years earlier right david mm-hmm. so uh kickboxer directed by it says two directors here david this is david worth and mark desale do you know anything about that you know, I actually haven't done a deep dive on that yet. I've been meaning to like forever. Did somebody? I get mean, fired I know this, and... this, this cell was the producer, and okay. he had the initial idea. Like he he actually met Sheldon Ledich before they ever made Bloodsport. Okay, and he had this idea to do a martial arts film, but obviously Bloodsport got made prior to that. And Sheldon right. Ledich in an interview talked about like some really ridiculous, stupid scene from Kickboxer that thank God it wasn't in the movie. Oh. I think like Van Damme's character's mom or something was cooking something in the kitchen and Tong Po like went in the house and kicked her or something. Some ridiculous thing like that. <laughs> Obviously the original script wasn't that great. Yo, what you cooking, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> Sorry? I'm sorry. That was the last thing I was expecting to hear. <laughs> what? That shit better be ramen. Yeah, imagine what I'll find out when I do a deep dive on it. This is just what I ran across, you know, happened to run across. That but. is funny. Oh, they should have oh that scene in there. That food is good. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. They're really coming no, 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 no. That's what you get now. You bleed like your mom. <laughs> Oh my God. Your mom. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. oh, my God. Son, breakfast already? Speaking of the two directors. I'm here for motherfucking breakfast, bitch. What you cooking? Speaking oh of the two God. directors, I'm pretty sure Van Damme did, like, direct the fight scenes. Okay. And he edited all that. Same with Bloodsport, same with Kickboxer, oh Lionheart, Deathmore. That's why all those movies, he still can't get over that. But that's why all those movies have that same feel. You know, Van Damme edited all this stuff. Wow. Oh, At least okay. the fight scenes, not the whole movies, obviously. Oh, but well, he did a I'm good sorry, job, though. Just... An amazing oh, job, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. The visuals yeah. there. The visuals <laughs> still in my head. Tongpo in the kitchen beating somebody up. All right. 
All right, Kickboxer, 1989. Uh, plot synopsis, Kurt Sloan must learn the ancient kickboxing art of Muay Thai in order to avenge his brother. Starring our boy and a legit badass kickboxing champ, uh, Dennis Alexio, right, David? Oh, yeah, he's a real deal, man. That yeah, dude is... Terminator, I'm pretty sure. That dude is a bad dude in real life. Uh, also stars Dennis Chan and, of course, Michael Cassie. And, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Kickboxer. I love the brother scene. I love that. When, he, you know, he's like, can he move like me? You know, because Van Damme's trying to warn him. He's like, yo, we need to take some time and study this Tong Po, all right? All right? I just, I just heard some random thumping, and I went to investigate, all right? And this dude is fucking kicking the pillar, okay? <laughs> he's kicking the pillar, and the ceiling is falling down, all right? Yeah. We need to take some time, and uh, and, and uh, you know let's, let's let's put this let's let's put a pause on this fight. And his brother's like, "Yeah, but can he move like me?" He did that little combination. He was so fast. I was like, "This dude's legit." And it's funny because my dad, who used to watch kickboxing in the eighties, rec- instantly recognized uh, who Dennis was. He's like, "Oh yeah, that guy's a bad dude." But kickboxer, I actually saw this in the theater, son. Mm. I saw this in the theater, and it was one of the best movie-going, you know, experiences I ever had uh, growing up. My parents were out of town, so my oldest sister, who was who actually tipped me off to uh, Van Damme. She was a Van Damme fan first, and she told me about him. And, of course, I watched Bloodsport with my dad on TV, but she was like, you know, she was brought in to kind of watch Little Samurai, you know, keep an eye out while the parents are gone. And she's like, hey, let's go to the movies. New Van Damme flick just dropped. Kickboxer, let's go. You know, I'm not going to say no to that. This is This is awesome. So we went... Man, it's just, it was just such a fun experience. And I always use Kickboxer as an example of stuff in movie theaters now. It's extremely rare. You will have the audience cheer, jump up, and clap. That is extremely rare now. You might get it at the end of Avengers Endgame when Cap caught the hammer, when, the, when everybody showed up to fight Thanos. The crowd cha- cha- you know, cheered for that. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, right at the very first fight sequence. Nobody over here in America has seen a fight sequence like that before when Michelle Yeoh fought Zhang Ziyi. As soon as that fight ended, when the drums started pl- stopped playing, the crowd was like going nuts. They'd never seen anything like that before here in America. And I always use that, Crouching Tiger, and Kickboxer. When the finale went down at the end and he was getting the upper hand on Tong Po, the audience that I was sitting with, it was a full, it was, it was a full house, cheered, clapped, and some people were even jumping up. You do not experience that anymore. Now, when we were very fortunate to see extremely awesome, badass movies like the Raid films, that is more, that's a different type of experience. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is, you have to take a breath because you're like, holy <laughs> shit, that was fucking amazing, right? No one was, when people were getting sliced up in blood and all this crazy shit was happening, nobody was like, you know, <laughs> nobody was doing that. It was more like silence, like, woo, holy fuck, did you just see that? Different type of experience. But in terms of <laughs> the crowd clapping, cheering, going crazy, that's very rare. As many times as I went to the movie theaters, that was very rare that something like that would happen for a martial arts fight flick that was based around martial arts that was released here in America on mainstream cinemas. That is extremely rare. 
And that's why, unfortunately, martial arts flicks that are based on martial arts, are, it's dead. It's dead here in America. And Mortal Kombat was a fluke because it had the brand. If it didn't have the brand, nobody would give a shit about Mortal Kombat. Awesome oh, tournament fighting movie. Who wants to watch that, right? Shang-Chi is going to be saved by the brand. Hopefully, Shang-Chi's good. Hopefully, it's dope, right? But, you know, foreign countries and straight-to-video stuff or straight-to-streaming is where martial arts is still alive in terms of movies based on martial arts. But, you know, it, this, 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 era is, this era is obviously past, but it's such a fun, funny, <laughs> and just a fun, fantastic flick. And, uh, again, I don't want to talk too much. I want to give everybody a chance. But not, back in 1989... This scene right here, and y'all know what scene I'm about to click on, <laughs> might has to be the greatest drunk dancing scene in the history of movies. <laughs> and the whole theater was in tears. The whole theater was dying laughing with that scene. Everybody was having a good time. But let's go see the man's moves right here. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Look at that. Look at that. You know what's funny about this scene? Look at this. This is the greatest thing ever. You know what's funny about this scene? As bad as Van Damme's dancing is, <laughs> if you look closely, the female's dancing is actually worse yeah. than Van Damme. <laughs> they are all offbeat if you watch the movie. They're horrible. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I like this one here. Oh, wait, what? What? Oh, we're oh, mm, going to grind yeah. it now. We got the grind. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. We got the He's grind, so son. Good. What? I'm so good. What? That's huh? a black right You knew he was having fun with that. It's so it's such an iconic scene that five billion years later, they redid and reenacted this scene on Conan. (laughs) (laughs) Even the bar fight, they even redid the bar fight first, and then they did the Van Damme dancing, which was hilarious. But yeah, just nothing but good memories and a good time uh, watching Kickboxer. And I think that's it. Let's go ahead and. Go to Tony. Um, yeah, I probably only saw this a few times in the past, and it's been years since I've seen it, and I watched it today for the first time in a long time um, on my on Blu-ray because I couldn't find you know it on a streaming or anything. But um, I would say it, it looked it looked it looked good. You know, it 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 held up. I guess like it didn't ruin anything. Like there's nothing you can see that would ruin it. You know, but um. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I was watch because we're talking about Bloodsport and this. I guess I had Bloodsport comparing it, and I'm thinking like there's a montage in this or not? Is that what we call like where he's mm-hmm. walking and he's like upset? Like has one of those. It's kind of like similar music in a way, and uh, which is fine. But I I guess I was just thinking of Bloodsport, you know, because that was before this. Um, I remember him getting the training with the legs and you can hear the yeah. crunching but i still i think the one in blood sport looked more painful because mm-hmm. he's got you know all of them out and then he like does the music behind it and he's like starts thinking and he just like pulls it down it's like you know it's like so good but like it was neat to see this again and i don't i don't i like i didn't remember anything from watch like really from watching this. I remember uh, Tong Po, of course, um, and now I could say I think Chung Lee is the bigger villain. Now, okay. 
Tong Po, of course, did the R word with, uh, what's her name? Yeah, my Lee. My Lee. Good yeah. fuck. Uh, yeah. He he did it with her. Uh huh. But Chung Lee killed a guy, and didn't give a shit. Put Jackson in the hospital. He's mm. just a, he's just you know he's a dirty fighter. But Tong Po is basically a bitch. He's like the big guy's oh, bitch. Fi- oh, shots fired. I think so. Oh, like, look at that. If it wasn't, he's, he's kind of like their muscle, you know? And, okay. uh, but I mean, I wouldn't want to screw with him either. But, like, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. but uh, you know, I, I did like the movie. I like the ending fight. I, I like when I'm thinking to myself, is this brother going to show up so he could start fighting? And then when he does, it's like, you're like, all right, good. And then he starts really giving it to him and he does the like that and the, it's, it was it's a it was a good movie i i enjoyed yeah. it but uh i i can't believe i don't remember it as much as i thought i would i remembered the glass part right which was like really cool and then like oh it was I don't gummy bears gummy bears sprinkles sprinkles <laughs> sure you guys remember that yep but yeah um yeah i mean i liked it it was a good All movie, right. and uh, I've oh, never yeah. seen any other kickboxer. I have them, I have them all. No, I've probably seen the second and third one, but right. I don't remember them. I don't remember the Sasha Mitchell <laughs> ones either. No, I'd have to rewatch those. <laughs> but oh, and then when I said we I'll earlier, ask David. I think David should stuff... I should I watch the season? Um, you could watch two, two and then three. I I, I wouldn't watch four. Okay. Don't watch four. <laughs> is four the said, one? It's not with... even the real Tong Po, man. Okay, the four, yeah. four, the one, four is the one with Diet Tong Po with the fake bald cap. <laughs> there it is. And, and they okay. go to Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> Diet, Diet Tong Po. And, and there was a TV movie that was number five with Mark Dacascos. Oh God, I didn't even bring that up. Yeah, but he had to stop that after three anyway. So okay, all right. <laughs> well, I, I also said to you before we started the show, I said I think this is the first time I've ever seen Van Damme cry in a movie. And and he looks he's a terrible crier. Like he <laughs> looks terrible. Like I look like that too. Right. Like, right. like that's why, you know, like if I cry, it's like <laughs> nobody's looking at my face because it's terrible looking. And it was weird. I thought, wow, I never saw him cry before. That was, and it, you know, it's it's emotional. It's you know, it, you feel for it. And I thought the brother died. I remember mm. the brother dying for some reason, and then he didn't. I was like, okay, good. And that's kind of like too like he kicked the towel. He's like, "What the fuck, man? You asshole! Hey, asshole! You know, it's like uh, tongue post just such an asshole. That's all it is. I don't know. <laughs> I sound like such an idiot. Just go to somebody. Chong Lee's a killer. Tongue post an asshole. Got it. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know, I heard someone say this. It's actually kind of funny. Um, <laughs> someone said that uh, the tongue post scared them. They would be they're frightened of tongue post. They didn't want to look at them. They yeah. said Chong Lee, unfortunately. Had uh, they had a Kylo Ren experience, so you know how Kylo Ren was like the most badass dude ever until he took his helmet off, <laughs> and then that was it. The mystique and fear left. They mm-hmm. said with Chong Lee, it's when he started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that super high pitched scream he had. So people were like, "Oh, that's it. It's all. It's ruined." Then, I, I don't fear him anymore. He sounds like a baby. <laughs> that made me laugh. Want to cuddle him? Yeah. All right, Kyle. So definitely I watched this after renting it from the old Blockbuster and Blockbuster? What's that? Yeah. 
Blockbuster was where we used to rent movies, VHS and DVDs, until it went, until Netflix. <laughs> you know, there's a documentary about that. But um, no, um, I remember watching this right after getting into the Van Damme craze, and uh, I just remember that scene, the introduction scene with Tong Po kicking it's one the, of the freaking scenes ever. And I can attest that is a real thing. Well, kick Muay Thai kickboxers kicking everything just to like condition their shins because my cousin says, test me out. I'm like, test what out? Kick my shin. I'm like, and I tapped his shin and I was like, fuck you. We're family, <laughs> but fuck you. <laughs> I literally had to do the Peter Griffin call. <sighs> one tap, one tap. But um, no, uh, the, the relationship between Van Damme and Dennis when it first starts that uh, in the open and <laughs> getting to know each other and getting to know the characters, understanding that they are brothers. And then when um, you actually meet Winston Taylor, <laughs> the former Green Beret, I was like, whatever happened to this character? Whatever happened to this guy? And yet he just like did not want to be involved at all until, okay, so you you serious about doing this whole Muay Thai thing? Okay. We're going drinking first, then I'll take you. I'm just like, this guy just wants to party. <laughs> it's just fun. He just wants to party. And then, okay, you got, you want to stay or you want to go? No, I'll stay. <laughs> yeah, stay for the whole training with CN. The Master CN was pretty awesome, I would say. His training methods yeah. about the same as Roy Chow's methods, too. <laughs> just, all right, time to do the splits. Why? We don't know. But actually, kind of understanding now, needing the flexibility to kick high if needed. And but dropping coconuts at a certain height to just test conditions mm. yourself for hits. I'm like, well, <laughs> that's that's unfortunate. I think uh, he was more fun too, Kyle, because he was yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, he's like, you want to train? Torturing okay. him and having him train to kick the palm tree just to like, like oh. yeah, kick the palm tree. Oh and my god. The, the first time he tries to kick the palm tree and then he's about to raise Van Damme's hand he's like nah but then raises the leaf like window the palm tree and then after just tells him oh yeah it, take your bags and leave after he doesn't want to kick the tree again and then he just goes your brother remember and then he just kicks the tree with all this anger and just knocks it down like I'm like this like this <laughs> oh it's great I love this scene falls over in pain mm. like oh my oh, god, god. No, it's like he's just straight in pain like why <laughs> but then after that he just continues training but yeah like once um the main fight happens i just appreciated like how they kept it very old school muay thai with wrapped in twine and then yeah. the glass part i was just like well this is gonna happen and as rob will pull up the quoted line after like taunting van damme we got well, like him taunting with my link, but I, I'm gonna go with the now. Um, <laughs> Tom Poe just wants to wants to tell Van Dam that his mom's a good cook now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, I love your mom's cooking. <laughs> Mom, good cook. <laughs> David, what have you done, David? <laughs> I gotta get the word out, man, on that original script. I'm so happy. <laughs> the only downside I would say is probably when he's like trying to find a more 
uh, Muay Thai uh, gym is the song. That's the one song that keeps playing where it's going, fight for love. I the only downside of that. Fight for love? That song playing like, dude. Yes. That is pure 80s cheese. And yet I do love it, but I hate it at the same time because of that. Fight for love. All right. Anything else, Kyle? Nope, I'm good. All right. Eric. Yeah, like uh, there are some lessons to be learned from this. You know, his big brother has a little bit of an ego problem. You know, he makes the the big mistake of just underestimating his opponent. You know what I mean? And he pays the price for it. And there's kind of a lesson there to be learned. You could be the best uh, best fighter in town, but there's always somebody out there who's better than you, man. You got to keep your edge and keep learning. Um, so I like I kind of like that actually. It's part of the plot. I do like, you know, I've, I actually like Van Damme's performances in both these films, to be honest. And uh, we get a good, another pretty entertaining side character here in Winston Taylor. I kind of like that guy in this. The guy with the cigar, he's pretty entertaining. <laughs> but Dennis Chan is, steals the show as is, is the master. He's so, so funny. Remember the one line, he, he's like, I tell them that you that you said they're not good fighters and that their mothers have sex with mules. Those guys fighting, so it's good. The training, like the the whole montage training, is actually really good. A lot of variety. The underwater scene where he's doing the underwater forms and stuff, and uh, yeah, the oh, I like the part where he puts the meat on his leg and the dogs chase him. (laughs) That was pretty funny. And the uh, yeah, the your final de- fight. Your defense sink was it? Your defense stinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the final fight is cool with like the glass and everything. But you know, the one thing I noticed, especially this time in the final fight, that I'm not sure I like uh, this this aspect of it. Okay. Is that half of the fight isn't real? It's a dog and pony show. So once oh. Van Dam decides to fight, Tong Po gets in zero hits. Yeah. Once Van Dam decides to start, I don't know if I like that. Uh, so I kind of wish Tong Po would have been a little bit tougher to take down during the second half of the fight. Right, but that's really my only negative there. But yeah, yeah this I is think even, then Chong Lee actually got some hits in. Oh yeah, even he though he cheated. cheated, even though he cheated, he still though oh, yeah. he cheated fair and square. He cheated. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was him who did it. So I, yeah. you know, but yeah, entertaining flick for sure. Nice, Frankie. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was late to the party. I mean, again, um, uh, I, I eventually, because I got into Universal Soldier, and I was like, all right, I got to check out this John Claude Van Damme, and I found a beat beat up like at the rental shop at a mom and pop, not even blockbuster, of Kickboxer. And I saw the cover, and there's Tong Po right there. And I, I was like, what is this thing? Like, what what is this face? Like, the makeup on it? Like, it just freaked me out. So I put it in, and it was like almost degraded, kind of. So I couldn't even really see Tong Po, and I still don't know what Tong Po really looks like. He just creeped as hell out of me. And when they revealed him kicking that uh, the column and shit, I was like, "This guy's the scariest guy ever." <laughs> and, and then, and then when he does the his uh, the dance, and the brothers like whatever about you know is the Muay Thai dance before they start the match, I was like, "Fuck this guy! This guy's a whatever." And then you know it breaks the brothers back, and it's horrible. But um, I uh. Like when they take out the brother and they just throw him out in the street, like that freaked me out as a kid too. Because like I was doing judo tournaments and I, I like and it, like I would be in these like areas, uh, gymnasiums out like in the downtown area, and I'd be like freaked out, like oh my god, what if that happens to me? They're just gonna throw me out there, and yeah, I never want to travel to Thailand now. But um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, uh, what was it? 
Winston, like Winston, he has his comeuppance again with his gun and a cigar in his mouth. That was great. I, I, I like the brother. I mean, I mean how like you know his back's broken and he's in a wheelchair, but he's still like supportive of his brother too. Like that's like a cool thing where he seemed kind of like don't fight Tong Po and all that shit. But um, also I love I love when they do these things. Yes, give me Tong Po. But uh. I always like when they shuffle. Okay, like the idea here is like, you know, his brother is the better fighter. And then he has to learn, even though we all know that John Clown Van Damme's fucking amazing, too. Like, so I always like that when they fold in the in movies, they make a character like, he's not the greatest now, but he will become later. I just like that yeah. in a weird way with that. And, and, and I like, I don't know. John Clown Van Damme's really fun in this one. How goofy he is, trying to learn and be how he is. You know, when he goes in that village and he sprinkles water at kids and then shakes a kid, random kid's head for no apparent reason. You know, it was like, oh, okay, that's all right. You're from Belgium, all right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, and then I love all the Stan Bush music that just comes out of nowhere and hits you over the head. Uh, that 80s music. It's great. And then the training with the Thai temple on the back. I mean, that's yeah. like Mortal Kombat and all that shit rips that off. <laughs> nice. So, that's what... All right. He approves. David. Yeah. Um, Kickboxer, you know, just like Bloodsport, there are so many great ideas, so many iconic scenes, an amazing score. The thing I like about Kickboxer more, I'll give it the edge for like the training. You know, there's so many cool things like with the coconut. Uh, when he kicks the pot, he does that spinning roundhouse and he does that jumping spin kick and breaks those pots. Uh, you know, the dog chasing him with the meat, like so many like memorable things, knocking the palm tree down. And uh, just the story, though, about like, you know, American kickboxing versus Thai kickboxing. And they, they had that like Rufus fight, I think, in Vegas or something where it's like, OK, these Thai guys are the shit. You know, you got to attack the legs. And then they started like, you know, it's like, oh, we got to learn leg kicks. Yep. But so, yeah, there's a lot of truth to that where the American kickboxers weren't doing that great uh, in real life. But, yeah, there's just so many memorable scenes. I will say this, too. I think the end fight, I'll give it the edge. I mean, I do have the same complaint that um, Asian movie enthusiasts had as far as, yeah, Tong Po doesn't land one hit. He almost seems like too easy to beat once Van Damme's actually allowed to fight. You know, it yeah. almost seems too easy. And then there's not really Muay Thai. It's more like, well, this is just Van Damme's best-looking karate moves kind of type fight, you know, even though the movie's called Kickboxer. So that, that part's kind of funny. But I will say this. It's like it's more polished. I will say the fight in Kickboxer is probably like the most cinematic fight scene you'll ever see, just with that mm. little clip you show, just the, yeah. the different edits and all that. It's just in such a cool setting. Like, look at that. That is just beautiful. So it's a little more polished because he had already done blood sport. So I figured he really's got it down now. And like I mentioned, like he directed the fights and then he edited it. But so this is just, and there's another video I did called why John Claude Van Damme is the best on-screen fighter ever, because it's, I'm not saying he's like the most technically proficient though. He's very good and very explosive and very graceful, but he essentially knows how to showcase himself better than anybody in my opinion. And this movie is like a prime example of that. All right. Nice. Anything else? Any uh, other negatives, David? Uh, the negatives? Okay, here's one, because this kind of made Kickboxer 2 not make sense. There's like a little bit of dialogue when they talk about like they're their only family. Like they grew up, you know, I think one of them with the mom, one with the dad, but only, it's only them. 
Whereas like all of a sudden you start kickboxer too. And there's this third brother, you know, <laughs> it's like, it, and they never address that too. It's like, he's always been around. Oh my so, goodness. Yeah. So the sequels don't exist. All right. Not, not really. <laughs> Rob. All right. So this is, uh, I love this movie because this brings back fond memories of me and my cousins. We were huge. We used to get together on the weekends. Uh, Saturday morning, we always used to watch the, not Saturday morning, like Saturday afternoon after the Saturday morning cartoons. They'd always give martial arts movies on Fox. And so we used to spend the weekends watching that. And then we'd start watching Van Damme movies, like just on complete rotation. But we always loved Kickboxer. And the reason for that is the whole training sequence. We even took that scene with the tree. That mm -hmm. that tree scene used to get us fired up. Oh, yeah. So what we did was we used to just, before I actually started paying attention to some of the plot of the movie, the first few times we watched it, we didn't even really remember the name of his brother. So we thought his name was Johnny. So we used to mimic that scene, kicking the tree, and be like, for Johnny, for Johnny, for Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> and it became a running joke that we still say today, even though we know now that's not his name. Um, but I personally find Tong Po to be a little bit more of an intimidating villain. Bolo uh, or Chun-Li was more charismatic mm. and egotistic. Mm -hmm. But Tong Po to me was foreboding. He used to almost like invite you in which would make you reluctant like you remember that that ending fight scene a couple of times he would like tap certain parts or he he'd invite van damme to hit him yeah or he would tell him what's coming yeah and that's kind of eerie you know it's like you're like whoa what what is this dude doing like and he just had that smug look this dude never smiled he never cheered like a cheerleader he was all business <laughs> kicking the pole he broke his brother i mean that is some devastating shit so even though Bo, even though chan lee was obviously badass i have tongue po stuck in my head as to be just a more intimidating villain so for that reason he gets my top billing um the training sequence for me is what makes this movie i agree with some of the criticism of the final fight where the second half it's all van damme and that doesn't disappoint me because you want to see the guy win. You're a Van Damme fan. But it, it, it's definitely not as impactful as the Bloodsport ending fight. But um, the relationship with the brother also to me is not as strong as his relationship with Jackson. Um, mm. But I, I, I got to be fair here and say that the person who plays his brother, I forget his name, but I knew that he wasn't an actor actor. He was a real right. life martial artist. So right. I got to be fair and take that into account that maybe he couldn't develop that kind of chemistry where Jackson, the actor who played Jackson is obviously a trained actor. So I have to kind of try and even it out there. Um, I thought the training sequence in this movie was better. I thought the master was better. He was very charismatic, very funny, but also very serious and a very good teacher. And I just thought, you know, when you consider what Tung Po did, you know, with the R word, with the, I mean, to me, I just, when I think about that and I think about Chan Lee, I just find Tung Po to be the more devastating, more intimidating villain. And to me, that's a little bit more impactful. Uh, Van Damme was great in this movie once again. Uh, I thought he did a decent job uh, portraying himself as not very competent as a fighter until he got the mm. training. So credit to that because 
you know, when you're when you have been doing that your whole life, it's kind of tough to hold back. And I think he did a pretty decent job doing that. And I don't, I, I think that's something that gets overlooked. Um, but overall, I love this movie. I love Kickboxer, <laughs> and this is going to be the toughest choice of any verses that I've ever had. Honestly, <laughs> this will be the toughest because I love both these movies. Nice, nice. And we got a uh, oh shit, we got director Ranjit Marla here hanging out with us. Hold on a second. He says Kickboxer for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. Nice, Ranjit. Nice. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. We're we're, we're about to wrap it up, but thanks for hanging out. Thanks for <laughs> popping in for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, all right. Very well said, Rob. Are you guys ready to vote? Yeah, you ready to it, vote? Man. Let's do this. It is time to vote for monkey guy getting his face ripped off or you know van damme's mom getting the shit kicked out of her in the kitchen by <laughs> it's time to vote all right i'll go last because it's fun like that eric who you got wow i like kickboxer but in terms of pure entertainment value from start to finish i'm going blood sport all right we got some blood sport frankie they're all i love them both so i mean but the one you know, Nuxu Cow, bro. Oh, man. Look at that. All right. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, who you got? Um, well, I think I think Kickboxer is a little too goofy for me okay. at times, like with the dog and that. So I'm going to go with Time Cop. <laughs> I mean, Bloodsport. <laughs> and tell me that's not a great double feature right there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, Bloodsport for Tony. Kyle. Let's see. It's two to one. It's two to one. Definitely grew up with like seeing Bolo and Van Bloodsport made me a Jean Claude Van Damme fan, but I'm gonna go with Kickboxer because Whoa. of the story is much more sturdier, I would I'd say. Look at and that. also thank you to to David for letting us know that in the original script, Tom Poe would have kicked Van Damme's mom, so there we go. We got a barn burner. That's an official Shit. barn burner now. Look at that. It's a tie now, guys. It's a tie. Rob. This is exciting. Oh, man. <laughs> no pressure. Bloodsport, look, I, I do think Bloodsport is is the better movie. Um, it, I just think it's it's very underrated because the flashiness of all the martial arts, I think, kind of overshadows the fact that it's a, it is a complete story. It's a good story. It's got good structure, I think. Um, with that said, I gotta go with Kickboxer, man. I just <gasps> love Kickboxer so much. I, I think the edge for me is I, I find Tong Po to be the more devastating villain. He does go out like a sucker, but the lead up to that fight and everything he does. Okay. Uh, when you have a villain, you know, are somebody, that is brutal shit. And I, I, I gotta, you know, I, I, I know Chun Li killed, but. If Tong Po can do that, then I'm pretty sure he's killed too. Mm, um, uh-huh. I, yeah, I got to go with Kickboxer. Oh, man. Look at that. Wow. So it's up to David. I mean, it is David? a tough is David one. I think you guys kind of know where I'm leaning. But it is a tough one because they're both amazing. But I just think Bloodsport as a whole is just mm. a funner movie. And it's a more interesting as far as like a martial arts movie with that competition before MMA, before Mortal Kombat. Kind of like in a way was a seed for like all of this stuff. Plus right. that score is freaking amazing. It's it's better than Kickboxer. All right, there we go. Woo. <sighs> Woo. Well, 
Alex Richter was here. He did show up. He did put in the work. Unfortunately, you know, internet issues, but it's all good, brother. We'll get you on here in the next one. Alex's vote was for Bloodsport. Oh, we, so we now it, it's, it depends on me. I may tie it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I may tie it right now. Will I tie it? Yes. Nice. Gotta go. Nice. Gotta go with the first one, man, because that's the one that was my introduction to the bandana. So I'm more nostalgic for that. So, but kickboxer, great theater experience, awesome. though. Oh man, this was a lot of fun. Look at all these badasses, and the, everyone's been going back and forth the whole time. What did the dojo the, army vote for? The chat yeah. uh, is uh, having fun over here. And here's the internet poll. You guys ready? Ready. So, David, I always go to the internet in case we do have a tie. Sure. will break sure. it. So, you ready for this? Check. I I, I knew it was going to be bad. I didn't know it was going to be this bad. Holy oh, crap. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him, but damn. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> right. I, I thought it was like kickboxer was at least good halfway, but no. Nope. 30% maybe, but. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, this was a blast. Another exciting entertaining and damn hilarious thanks to david uh, <laughs> <laughs> versus episode y'all know what you need to do everybody's information is in the description box below of the video you're gonna need to subscribe to entertainment talk nation right you need to subscribe and follow frankie puzos eric the asian movie enthusiast subscribe tony of the dead mr subscribe Follow Kyle Wong. Check out that Nightwatch short film he did. It is a lot of fun. It's amazing. And y'all know you need to go over there and support our other samurai brother. That's right. David Anthony, make sure you go over there and subscribe again to him. And this was a lot of fun tonight, guys. Uh, the next week's Versus episode, I know what it is. But I'm not telling. You're going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Channel members and patrons will get, will, they'll get scoop first. But we already got two movies lined up. Uh, but this was a lot of fun. Got to get you back on here, Rob. Uh, thanks, David. Hey, David, yeah, of if you do more fun, of these, man. and if, if we do more of these, and you're free, man, always, always, you're always welcome here on the channel, my friend. I mean, if, the, if it's Van Dam or maybe Seagull or something like that, mm -hmm. I'm definitely down. But yeah, uh... maybe we do some Seagull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seagull. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And don't forget to, you know, if you if you're new here and if you had a good time tonight, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to your boy Samurai. That's good. I like that. <laughs> you know, you know, y'all know what you need to do. And so, perfect way to end tonight's episode. We we about to get our Van Damage on, our Van Dancing on. We about to get it on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It is time. Hit it. <laughs> Thanks all you badasses for watching. Keep watching movies. Keep training. See you guys next time. Take care, guys. See ya.